Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Binga, the master of the diamond cutter, the three time, three time, three time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening on the SS network. Stay tuned or you will feel Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash is listening on the FNS Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA, and you're listening on the FNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. This is our break kid, Sean Michael, Mr. Hall of Fame 2011, and you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya, and I wouldn't want to be here. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. is listening. The following is a part of the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. I'm back, baby. It's time to get in the ring and start running the ropes. What hurts most are my feelings. Eric, you... you cussed at me. Step inside as the guys talk about all the happenings going on within the WWE. I am the best wrestler in the world. TNA. I know your stuff, Wayne. E-Y. Wayne, E-Y. E-Y. Okay, look. This, this is for Fritz I. Ring of Honor. Hey, Cole Cabana, how you doing? In the NorCal Independent Scene. Fan friggin' tastic. We're back here again. Oh, you're back. And now live from the RTR studio in the San Francisco Bay Area. What are you watering? Pop. It's running the ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Lots of what? Pop. I'm not getting rid of it. Are you kidding? That's great for my glaucoma. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Wrestling Network. My name is Brian Mavic Bertrand, and with me each and every week is the owner and 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 oh, owner and operator that. of HeadlocksTheHeadlines.com. One, Mr. Chris Kelly. Chris, how's it going? I am doing stupendously well today. I'm just relaxing here. I'm just. 
I just got FIFA, FIFA 13, so if I sound excited, it's because I'm playing FIFA 13 at the same time. Uh, I, I know I shouldn't be, but I don't care. Res- <laughs> wrestling and football go hand in hand anyway, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, soccer. I mean, you you guys got so- uh, soccer, we got football. It's football. You guys stole the, the name from fo- uh, from rugby. Because rugby is called rugby, rugby, rugby No, no, football. no, no. We stole the name from so- we stole the name from your so- from our soccer, which is your football. We stole the game from rugby. No, 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 no. But you stole the name football from from, from rugby because rugby is called rugby football. Okay, and, then did then did we also steal your referees? Yeah. Okay. So why not? Just because I mean I remember seeing them. Apparently, soccer referees do not like Americans. I don't know why. Cool pricks. No, because, like, I, I remember watching, I think it was, like, I don't know if it was Olympic soccer or something like that. It happened, it happened a while ago, and the referees didn't want to allow a point for the U.S. even, or, you know, they were giving penalties out left and right for to the U.S., but, like, wasn't warranted and... Oh, these guys are paid off, and all. it was weird. I don't know. I think, Maverick, at some point, I'll have to school you in how to understand soccer. Because there are tons of Americans that do actually follow soccer. I mean, MVP is a massive football fan. Oh, yeah. Soccer fan. And, and if you, MVP is a great fan, uh, a big fan. Um, 49er. Uh, no, no, no. A 49er uh, out <sighs> here is a, a fan. Um, Chad Ochocinco actually is a huge fan of FIFA 13. Um, Sweet, and he he he's a big and he's a big player in the NFL. So, it, I mean, it's got it's got great fandom all around the world, not just not just in England, but you guys do have a lot of passion for your football. I don't know why you guys are psychotic. Well, okay, and and I know we I'm this kind of sidetracked, but when I went to a bar the, the other night, we had the old uh, football tables, the old little like football tables, and. Um, it, it, was, it was two guys playing and then about a whole crowd of people came around the table and they started chanting football chants like you're not fit to wear the shirt and I'm like it's a football table it's not an actual football game yeah really yeah we, we, we are hardcore about football but last time I checked this is running the ropes not running the football pitch well you so, know I mean I, what we can't just you know shoot the breeze a little bit and you know see how we're both doing since well, last well, week well, i mean well, you know well, excuse want, me I'll... for breaking the ice i mean well if you want I, I can just start talking about soccer and say how about steve king resigned from blackburn today despite sitting, sitting second at the table i mean yeah i know he got relegated well, we're but... not espn international <laughs> or anything but you know i mean i'm just saying you know i you have your you have your sports we have our sports and speaking of our sports, did you hear about the the, the screw? I, I don't know if you heard about it because you're Let you're all the way across the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. But these referees, man! Oh man! Oh man! I heard that my my <laughs> Twitter feed ex- my Twitter feed was exploding, and I tweeted, "What the hell are you talking about? Guys, go away!" Um, literally, I tried to watch the NFL. I for the last two years, I've tried to watch the Super Bowl. And I fall asleep during it. It well, okay. So I don't know if you know the rules for the NFL. You have four attempts to go forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You have four attempts to make ten yards. Um, but if you pass the ball and your team touches the other team's uh, receiver before the ball comes in, it's a pass interference. But that's only if 
the the ball if, if the intended receiver can carry the ball or something like that. I don't know. It was just really bad calls. It should have been an interception. I'm glad it's over, and I'm glad. <laughs> I was reading on thir- uh, yesterday that on Thursday night football, the the official, the actual NFL referees got a huge standing ovation last night. I just about died. <laughs> it was hilarious. But I I've had no idea what you said, said since breaking the ice. So yeah, go back to wrestling. Wrestling it is. Uh, they, yeah, we'll, we have like. Uh, two hours of wrestling every week or hour I, and 50 minutes, but yeah. I mean, hell, we, like I said, we can just start, if you want to talk about the League Cup and say how my Leeds team beat Everton 2-1. Come on, and, everyone knows the only the only trophy that matters in this world is the Lombardi Trophy, baby. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead. On that note, let's go ahead and move on into... The realm of wrestling. Um, I had a I I had a pretty interesting time watching wrestling this week. Um, I didn't watch Raw sober. <laughs> I don't blame you, Dwight. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the only way I could keep up with it now. But even then, it's like I'm still confused. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Impact. I watched it uh, halfway sober. Um, but I cannot find the News of the Week sounder in here. No, it's time for the News of the Week with Head of Headlines, Chris Kelly. So, Chris, what do you have? Wow, Maverick. <laughs> the Chris, what do you got? We'll, we'll skip it this week. I can't find it. Anyway, so the big breaking news as you and I <coughs> started to, to, to record this is that Maverick, the Savior's left. Save Us KK2 has left. Oh, my, um, what? Wait, what? Really? Yes, Kelly Kelly has been released from her WWE contract. Oh, thank now, God. Um, thank you, is, Jesus. Thank you. Thank WWE you. WWE wanted her to sign like a like a longer deal. She didn't want to. So now, Baba Blank. I love my hot chicks without bags under their eyes every single time you see them on TV. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. But, but the savior's gone. Hashtag save us Kelly Kelly has gone. Save um, us. It, what was it? Save us. Kelly two or K two? Yeah. Say, can you break the Kelly code? Um, yeah, she, she she's gone. Um, and uh, like I said, the IWC ups, is, is upset. She was the best wrestler in the world. No, she's not. She is. Well, she's she's the best wrestler in the world. Is that what the IWC is saying? No, that, that Kelly. That, I mean, honestly, are they really saying no, that? Okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm saying that Kelly K is the best. She she's she's better than CM Punk. She can actually see CM Punk. Oh, um, the boys the boys in the back will be upset about this as well. Um, as as will K 2s ten lovers. Um, so yeah, K two has left. I'm um, happy. I'm so happy right now. Now it, 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 out of any out of everything that's been bad with WWE, as long as Kelly Kelly's gone, that's a sign of the times right there. Well, you say that right. Um, K2's gone, but they but a, a a diva is leaving as well. Another diva, Beth Phoenix. It's been confirmed by basically every source out there. Figure for for example, that Beth Phoenix will be leaving next month. Um, she's basically just uh just just burned out with the company and kind of tired with the push, unpush, push, unpush. Um, and tonight on SmackDown, we 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 will see uh, Beth Phoenix versus um versus uh, versus uh, Natalia. 
Now, this this here should have been a, a match for, for WrestleMania, but of course they just wanted to get out of the way. Um, so yeah, Beth Phoenix is leaving, and and the safety is left as well. Do you expect a possible like sequel match to this? If a possible feud was to go on, just um, to end the run, just to get the last run out there with Kelly Kelly with a uh, Beth Phoenix and. and- and, and Natty Nightheart just to get it out, like you said, just to get the match out of the way. But do you well, think it's also going to flood into Hell in a Cell being no. between those two? It should be. It should that that there should be a fifteen minute pay per view match. But no, it it was a four minute match. Just went on. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's a shame because Beth Phoenix is, is is the best, is one of the best wrestlers, like female wrestlers in, in in the company, and she's uh, gone. And her leaving is a shame because Sarah Del Rey has just signed her contract with WWE, so we won't get that dream match between Beth Phoenix and Del Rey. We'll get Natty and Del Rey, but that's about it. That's fine, but I mean, it, it just sucks for K two. Uh, sorry for Beth Phoenix. Um, she's leaving whilst uh, Del Rey's coming in. I agree. Um, what else do we have now? Um, Apparently, there's talk that Jerry Lawler will be away from Raw until early 2013. Uh, I, I think that's smart um, because you don't do you don't want to rush him back. You don't want to have him rush back and become another illness. In fact, I think and like and I'd love to get your opinion. I think it might be, might be smart for him for for him just to walk away whilst he's got whilst he's got good help. To I, walk away. You know what? I I agree with that. I think he. I think it would be time to hang up the mic, the headset. And and find a great replacement for him. Um, unfortunately, there's unfortunately for him though, there's not many color commentators, you know, in WWE. There's, I mean, you can't you can't have JBL unfortunately because a he's in Aruba, b he's climbing mountains, c you have to have a fact checker on him at all times, or else he's gonna be like Paul Ryan. Um, but you can't have Booker T because he's the GM of SmackDown. It wouldn't make sense. CM Punk's your WWE champion, even though the fans absolutely loved him. Uh, God, who else? Uh, the, the Walking Talking Wikipedia. Um, Matt Stryker. Matt Stryker could do it, but Matt Stryker seems to piss off. Um, the, the, IWC. The, the, the no, not the IWC. Not as much as JBL in that regard, but um, uh, he seems to piss off, piss off Vince McMahon when he's doing when he's bringing out those facts. I think that I I think the best one was uh, John Cena versus uh, no when it, it was Randy Orton versus Wade Barrett with John Cena as referee, and John and it was a match where John Cena where if Orton won, he was free. No, you know he was fired. If Barrett won, he was free. And ba- and uh, Orton fu'd um, Barrett. Um, Orton pinned him, and Matt goes, "Cena's free! My God, Cena's free!" And Cole goes, "No, he's fired." And Matt goes, "Oh, oh, um, right, oh, right." Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hell, here's an idea. How about Road Dog? Oh, you didn't know. The Road Dog I could see Road Dog doing it, but not. You know what I'm saying? Like. Out of uh, you know, I would love to see him do like more than just be a road agent, but I don't want to see. Personally, I don't know if he he could take that spot. I'm mean, I think he could. I I mean, have you seen him and Josh Matthews on Are You Serious? They have a great chemistry. 
Yeah, but I... <laughs> Translating that to a live color commentary, I don't know. Oh, well, I mean... Uh, like, like I said, there's... Well, then they now have three months to try and cover who will be there for him until until we return. I mean, I think it's Jim cool. Was... I think it's really cool that Jr. is taking over for a bit, even though Jr. is just basically being Jr. with the play-by-play. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what else we have in the old uh, the news? Um, now over on Twitter, well, well, well. Um, Cena basically had a go at, w- at WWE.com because they announced that he was injured and he'd be out for two weeks. Um, now, there's kind of conflicting stories about this. According to a former WWE writer, Court Bayou, B-A-U-B-A-Y-E-R, um, on an interview, yeah, probably, um, he said that, that, that there's friction between John Cena and Mr. Man. He said that uh, Cena basically had this surgery done and then told WWE that he was out for six, for six weeks. WWE then interviewed the doctor, who said that he only needed two weeks. Off. So between, so I mean, would you give Cena those extra four weeks off just just to recover, or would you kind of take the WWE stance and go, no, come back as soon as possible? I would slap the hell out of whoever posted it up, saying it was only two weeks anyway, because apparently it was the guys at dot com. Yeah. Because yeah, you do need the the extra time to rest up. But yeah. I mean, I think it's a work. I think it's a total well, work. Well, I mean, well, I mean, the the other part of it is um, like the the other part of the story is uh, according to I think it's Peter Mitchell. The idea of Cena attacking WWE.com on Twitter was to play up that he's injured, right, and play up the fact that he might not be at the pay-per-view. Right, but the fake rage, it just doesn't seem right. Remember, John Cena's the company guy. He's Super Cena. He's, you know, he'll stand up to the boss, but at the same time, he'll still be, you know, John Cena, Super Cena. He'll beat it. He could beat absolutely anyone with an STF. It's, it's stupid. It's really stupid. But, uh, cause like, of course, they're, they're trying to like play up like how he's injured, right? Now, am I am I the only one that sees possibly that like Cena will win the belt at home himself, and Cole and Cole will be like, "Oh my God, Cena with a broke, with an injured elbow just won the WWE title," and like play 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 out the fact that he is Superman. Yes, um, that's what I see. That's what I actually do see. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Stupid. Super Cena for the win. Uh, what else do we have in in the old uh, news? But now. Speaking of new stars, there's a the talk. We've seen him being injured. Who's going to be the next main WWE star? star, star. Now, Triple H is, is said to be heavily behind Sheamus. But Sheamus is, 20, is 35 years old. So they need someone younger. Who would you pick on the current roster who is young to be the next breakout star? Mm, I don't know. I would say Cody Rhodes. Dolph Ziggler. I think... I don't think CM Punk could, could carry the company for 10 more years because he's 32 now, 33. I look at it like this. I look at it as, you know, you have... It, it's not about age because when it comes to wrestling and how much you put into it... I mean, Ric Flair said it said it once. Age can just be a number, but age can also be fatigue, you know. John Cena has been carrying the company since... 
for for a good ten years now. Yeah. And what's funny is that he's not supposed he he was not supposed to have the spotlight in the last two. Yeah. Because he wasn't that much of a. Ch- I mean, granted, he had the belt for a while, but he didn't have it that much. When it comes to, um, uh, when when it comes to when it comes to it now, you have to rely on your champion because your flagship guy is injured. So now you have to rely on CM Punk. It's the only choice WWE has at this point in time. At uh, but I mean, at but uh, again. You have to find a way to make that champion a face. Right, but if if Punk goes face, there's no heels. If Punk goes face, then you got Ziggler, you got Rhodes, you got uh, yeah, but Rhodes Del Rio is, coming uh, back. Yeah, but Rhodes is in a tag team. Del Rio is going after Sheamus. There's no one on the Raw brand that can be a, a main event star. None yet. They can make it. They just have to refurbish everything. I don't like. I don't want to see. Personally, I, I'm not on board with Sheamus being that guy. Because like no no no, never the guy. But he, he is freaking dull. Um, he he's dull as dough. I mean, you have to mold him right, and he has not been molded right since he came into the WWE. Well, I mean, I, I mean he's I mean, a great big guy. Great big guy. Great. Power wrestler, but when it comes to actually having a storyline worth having, I mean, after he won King of the Ring, it just became so boring. Yep. So I agree. I agree. Now, what else do you have in the old news of the week? Now, on Raw, it, it was kind of hinted at. Um, well, uh, AJ basically said that 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 WWE does not have replays. And like I said last week, there are talks about them bringing in replays to WWE. Uh, how do you think this would work? How would they use instant replays? <laughs> They're going to have it like this. They're going to run it like the NFL. Every time they see something bad happen. Okay, here, here's how it's going to work. I could see, see this happening because I read about this. They said it was going to be used like as a stipulation in a match. Uh, so, I've, wait, I, And so I'm sorry cool. for skipping ahead, Crelly. But I, I, but here's how I see it. Each wrestler, both wrestlers are going to have someone in their corner. A head coach, if you will. <laughs> They're going to carry red flags with them to the ring, just like NFL. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're gonna, every time they see something wrong, they're going to throw... If, if a manager, if a, one of the quote-unquote head coaches sees something wrong, they're going to throw it into, throw their flag into the ring. The match has to stop... So that they could review the play. That's the only way I could see it working. But that means that heels would never like that would get rid of the whole heel tactics. Exactly. It's so it's stupid. Like, it's it's like oh yeah, his feet his feet on the rope. Flag. His he's he's <laughs> flag, on the play. flag. And there's gonna be another official he's with a, a yellow flag he, calling penalties. He's 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 got the tights, flag, his pants. <laughs> His pants, his pants are too shiny. Flag. flag. He had, he had no talent. Flag. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah. you see where I'm going at. Like they, 
it, it's too much of a cluster to really make it work. Um, so we, so we now know how WWE is going to fill up, fill up their extra hour of TV. Exactly. Flag. It's all it's all filler. It's all flag filler. Flags, lots and lots of flags. So. Uh, what else? Flag. Um, what else we have now? Uh, down in FCW, apparently, Show Guerrero, the the, uh, the daughter of Vicky Guerrero, has quit the company. Um, there's a lot of talks that she that she's got um, that that she's got good like ring like in ring presence, but not quite on the microphone or something to that decorum. This is a shame because I've I mean we saw a wrestle on NXT. She's a good wrestler. She is. Um, but I mean it'd be in, in, it'd be interesting to know why she why she asked for her release. It would because not many people would they would quit the company. Um, so it'd be interesting to find out why she quit because, like I said, she, she's talented and she's a Guerrero. So I guess I know. Watch this space and we'll find out. Yeah. Um, no, what else do we have? According to ringbells.com, Bugger Nova, who, who recently signed to uh, SW, has gone into rehab. Um, now, for I what? Reading, well, I was reading on Twitter, like, apparently she used to get um, anx- and, uh, anxiety attacks. So oh. maybe she was doing. Some kind of pills, or I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking it here. Probably get... antidepressants, uh, like uh, yeah. Xanax. Yeah. And propofol is more of a uh, is like what kind of killed uh, Michael Jackson. I don't think it was that, but I mean, like Xanax could could be it. Um, some opiates. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're gonna talk about a bit, a bit of TNA news. Now, in in the last year, I mean, I'll say, over, over the last twelve months, we have seen a a rapid decrease of of the women's division in TNA. And now, if I ask you what's changed between now and twelve months ago, who came into the company? Which uh, one person came into the company Brick about Hogan. no about twelve months ago? Um, um, twelve twelve months ago. Yes, exactly a year ago. I can't think of anyone. Bruce Pritchard. Bruce oh, Pritchard. Oh yeah. Uh, because I because at, last year at Bound for Glory he was there and that that was the time that he was announced as like kind of joining joining the company. Apparently he said to be quite down on the Divas division or sorry on, on the Knockout division, and that's why we've seen kind of a d- decrease in interest in the division. Now I've said it before, I'll say it again. That, that, that's a shame. I mean, I said to Winter. That 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 vision went from being a main event storyline to nothing. It's now down to three or four women. Yeah, and it's and we and we now got EY and ODB who are TV gold as the champions. Um, but even even with Eric Young as one half of the Knockout Tag Team Champions, that's got to say something bad too on Bruce Prichard. You know, I love Bruce Prichard. I thought he was pretty good in WWE, but at the same time. You have to work with what a lot of people don't know don't know about TNA or don't realize about TNA is that sometimes you have to go with what they can work with. Um, Bruce Pritchard is a fine example of this. Oh, excuse me. Um, they he how do I say this? He uh, has this kind of thing about him. Where he still has the WWE stink. I I think, and I 
and I'm pretty sure I, 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 I said this to Winter. It's like everyone in that hierarchy of the company has a WCW, WCW mindset. Yeah, there you they go. Basically, they basically think that women mean nothing. And it's no well, okay. What, no, it's it's not the fact that they don't that they don't think all women mean nothing because they still have great matches with Tara and Tess Mocker who both look amazingly good together and yeah. and if any videos sprung up with them together that would be awesome but that's well, a, I, I, that's another story so here's the thing i mean on impact this past week the girls were the hard rated segment of the show and yet on 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 WWE raw the, the girls were the lowest rated segment in the last 10 years wow and that i mean and that must show something that the fans of teenage still care about women's wrestling yeah, even if the high powers have no interest in, in them. And that's what's funny about it. It, it. I mean, the the WWE has casual fans. They don't have the the passionate fans that TNA has. I mean, because when, when you look at TNA, it's not just about how what looks good and all that. What looks good to sell to sell product. It's more about what looks good. To sell the in-ring product, I don't know if that makes sense, but just just the way they're going about it. Okay, and what's what's the weirdest thing is that the knockouts in-ring product can sell merchandise. The only problem is TNA comes up with bad merchandise. Yeah, I think it is a crying shame. I mean, like you say, we've got Brooks Brooke Tetsmaker, who is, in my opinion, the most improved diva women's wrestler in the last year. And um, and the most improved diva to ever be in both TNA and WWE. And like, and you've got Tara, who, in my opinion, should be a Hall of Famer. I mean, just look at her career. Exactly. She's like, the, have... she's like the modern-day uh, Sable. In that regard, she has the talent. She has MMA training under her belt. She has all this other stuff. You're right. She's a hall. Of, she could be a future Hall of Famer had she stayed with WWE. But she got kind of like disgruntled, and I see why. But and and here's something like on Twitter, someone brought up to Eric Young the fact that he's that he's a TV champion, or no, sorry, sorry, the women's champion, and not on TV. And 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 he goes, well, I'd be on TV. When they, being creative, come, come up with an idea for me. And, I mean, when was the last time that EY and ODB defended, defended those belts? March or May, or uh, May, I think. Exactly. Um, I, 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 I think it's a crying shame. It's, it's an absolute crying shame. And that... it goes back to what I've always been saying about your champions. You kind of have to have ideas for champions, or else you wouldn't have given the belts in the first freaking place. Yep. I think it's just TNA being lady. That's my that's my opinion on that. I agree. What, what else do you have on on the old uh, news of the week? Now, here here's a bit of news. That I, I'm not quite sure if thought about it last week, but they've announced who's who's going to be inducting Sting into, into Hall of Fame, and it's not Christian. It's Lex Luger. Lex Luger will be at TNA Bound for Glory. So they're letting him out of jail for that. Ha ha. I have to make that joke. I'm sorry. I'm I'm contractually obligated by uh, KJCC to make that to make that joke. There's there's in between L- Lufa and Luga, but okay. No, no, no. It's not that. It's the whole Miss Elizabeth thing. I've oh, been contractually okay. obligated about four years ago to make that joke. 
Okay, cool. But yeah, so he'll be there, Bound for Glory. So I might get to meet him because apparently him, Hulk Hogan, and uh, Sting will, will be doing a meet and greet. So I might, I might get. That to reminds meet. me, I should, I, 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 I gotta save up fifty bucks because my friend is selling the first three, uh, the first three uh, WCW comic books for fifty bucks. Nice, 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 nice. Now it's probably a waste of money, but they're WCW, and I bet I could find, I bet I could sell it good on eBay anyway. Probably, probably. Now, that's. Do you have any more news to talk about, or to, or, or, or should we take a break and come back and talk about Raw, SmackDown, um, Impact? Uh, no, I think we're good. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back. We'll go ahead break down the this week in wrestling and all that. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. What's up all you stars and studs? I am former WWE diva Maria, and I am now the current First Lady of Ring of Honor. And you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Courtesy of Beyond the Bell, Nature Boy Ric Flair presents the Seasons of Pro Wrestling. Five sixty forty-one thousand you think March 30th? Ask your girl! Huh? 560, 41,000, and 213. Well, what? This? Woo! He's only a 14-time world champion. Never in my mind. Make your mind! nostalgia and want to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling and sports entertainment go beyond the bell every week on the sns radio network hey you yeah i'm talking to you have you checked out the new unplugged on friday night well if you haven't make sure you check out the new unplugged friday nights with jj sexy at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where JJ covers SmackDown video games and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk. Since 1996, Audio Wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. 
such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. Wrestling Rambles is a great place to read and discuss the latest ramblings on the WWE, TNA, and independent wrestling. Wrestling Rambles provides you with a daily dose of columns and wrestling news, as well as podcasts like Wrestling Heads and now Running the Ropes. So what are you waiting for? Get on there and ramble. Check out www.wrestlingrambles.com. Hey guys, everybody, my loyal twinions at Al. This is Katarina Waters, aka the artist formerly known as Katie Lee, aka the artist formerly known as Winter, and you are listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Network. Alrighty, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Wrestling Network. My name is Brian Maverick Bertrand, and we're here. Co- Chris Kelly and I are here covering news. Co- we just covered news of the week. If you just joined us, and now we're gonna go into. Are you okay, Chris? Yeah. Okay, just hearing a lot of creaking sounds it, and it's my chair. Your chair sucks. But yep. anyway, we're going to go in and get into some weekly wrestling roundtable, so to speak. And I just had... Ev- I hate not being prepared. It sucks. It really does. But I have it, so let's... Uh, oh, oh, screw it. We'll do it live. Let's go ahead and get into it. WWE Raw coming to us from... Somewhere. 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 I don't think they said web because I'm in. Don't know. But yeah, somewhere. It, it, it basically starts off with CM Punk and Heyman in, in the ring, and it basically said that he uh, that the show would not continue until Punk is shown respect or something to that decorum. And uh, this brings out the referee, uh, who last week, of course, missed the foot on the rope, and um, Punk starts running him down, and this brings out AJ. Uh, AJ Betty defends. Her, uh, her choice of the referee. Albany, New then, York, that's where it was at. Oh, cool. Somewhere in New York. And, yeah, so basically, Punk is gets angry, and uh, AJ then skips to the back. But I, I, did, I did get to put the part where Paul Heyman proposed to AJ. That was funny. Uh, because 
Punk was like, you're, 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 you're just upset that uh, three, three months ago I turned you down to marry, marry me. So now, so now you're just mad. So, um, I yeah, mean, what, pretty much. What, uh, so what, what, do you think of, what do you think of that opening thing about Maverick? Between Stupid. Hayden and... Why? I'm... Don't get me wrong. I love CM Punk. But it's like... Just the way he's coming about this whole respect thing. It just doesn't seem... Him. You yeah. I mean? And he called... He called... Uh, the guy a scab Heyman called the referee a scab and all that and of course th- that incited some le- some laughter out of me because yeah um, but I don't know I'm just the whole storyline of oh CM Punk can't get respect I could see that because he's a champion and he's not given a spotlight because of John Cena yeah but I don't know. It, I blame I, the only people you could blame for this is WWE moving it towards that. Okay. So I, I again, I th- I thought it was dumb. I thought it. Uh, I, I think the whole storyline's become a joke, a shell of its former self. And you can only blame the bookers because John Cena would understand would not mind having in reality would not mind giving the spotlight to CM Punk well you bring up WWE being a former show of himself now did you see last week that someone who is running against Linda in her set campaign they attacked WWE's uh, attitude so then WWE started to delete footage from YouTube now there was a DVD coming out in a few weeks that that basically did the the, uh, best of the attitude era that that's now been pulled off the shelves, and this will only give one it. It will only give them more kind of power um, because they're like, well, look, the the, the company that they need to work with is now lying about what they used to be. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's that, that's just stupid. Uh, now next up we have, in my opinion, match of the night. Now if you were watch- now if you were watching this on Hulu. You didn't see this because Hulu only showed 90 minutes of this or, or of the show, and they cut out this match. But Stupid. it was Dolph Ziggler versus Kobe Kingston, and Ziggler won with a zigzag. Great, great match. Uh, match tonight. Uh, uh, great as match. It was an amazing match. But honestly, why did Hulu pull that off? Because Hulu only had 90 minutes of TV program that, that they can show. That's stupid. I don't, I don't know why, but they just—that's all they can show. You you I think it was a WCW pay per view? <laughs> um, <laughs> next up we have a segment. Did that get you? With... Did that get you good? <laughs> right now, I if I had a buzzer. <laughs> you, you think it was? You think it was a DDP match at a pay per view, right? Come and on, man. On. And moving on. <laughs> uh, next up. Um, we have Kane and Daniel Bryan, and they're in a restaurant. And um, Kane's Kane's his waiter, and I'm basically going to summarize the the, the the whole segment together. Um, there, there's one part where Kane pretends to be Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan pretends to be Kane. There's a segment where they they, they then have to try and like eat each other's food. So Daniel Bryan eats a meatball and, and pukes. 
Um, and then later in the night, they announced a new name for their tag team. Team Hell No. In my opinion, it should have been Team, team Friendship. Team Friendship is team much Team Friendship better. would have made sense. But Team Hell No. Team Hell, team Hell No Who is. Who the hell was coming up with these names? Well, the thing is, on a, because they actually opened the polls, right? Bef- like, before the... the uh, no, I know, but I mean, like, the, the poll, polls aside, I'm talking about the poll choices. You had Team Friendship, Team Hell No, and Team Something Else. <laughs> team Something Something. Well, it was Team Hell No, Team... I don't know, it was, it was something that wasn't funny. And, uh, and granted, granted, the, the whole thing with... Uh, Kane and Daniel Bryan, very good. I, oh, yeah. I mean, it was great. But I thought it. I, I thought the names for the polls were stupid. Was stupid. I. I mean, at the same time, you gotta give it up for big budget vignettes that they're doing now, that they haven't done since. I want to say '95 with Undertaker and Jake Roberts. Um. So uh, you know, more power to him. I, I love it. I, I think it's great. Speaking of tight teams, next up we have Darren Young and Titus O'Neil, the primetime players, taking on Zack Ryder and Santino. Uh, as expected, Santino and the uh, Ryder lose to Titus O'Neil and Darren Young. Um, it looks like they. Are I have an idea. Whenever, whenever you mention the primetime players, I'm gonna find that clip from. You ever seen that movie I Spy with Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson? Yeah. I'm going to find the one of the bad guys saying, Billions of dollars. That's their gimmick. That's their whole gimmick. Billions of dollars. No, it's basically crime time. (laughs) I'm now calling them the the crime time players. Crime time players. That's what I'm calling them. Um, Why are you calling them that? Because they've basically been crime time. Why? Because they're black? No. (laughs) No. no, 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 don't, 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 don't get racial. I I'm not getting. I don't want to get racial, but I'm just saying, like, why? Just because it's, it's the same gimmick as the bloody Prime Time had. Crime Time, right? But Crime Time was stealing things and selling them and making money like that. Yeah, but they they're all about the money, money. Yeah, yeah, Say yeah. Money, that's money. true. Yeah, yeah. Or as 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 I said here in England, the euro, and that, and that got the biggest boo. I've, I've, I've heard. Euro, um, Euro, yeah, yeah. Boo. Um, now next up we have a appearance by Mick Foley, um, and Mick Foley comes out and he said he's not here to plug anything. He's here just to speak to CM Punk, and uh, he said that CM Punk's changed because when CM Punk won the WWE title, he texted CM Punk and he got a reply. Uh, but since then, CM Punk's changed, and he's changed his whole philosophy. And uh, this brings out Punk, and, and fully cut one of the best promos I've had him cut in years. Um, he was saying how he's uh, how uh, Foley had had only held the belt for 27 days, yet what he did on Hell in a Cell when he when he got thrown off the, off the Hell in a Cell is bigger than 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 anything he he ever did. Um, Adam, I mean, what were your thoughts on the on the CM Punk uh, promo with with Foley? I didn't under. I mean, I, I I liked it. Don't get me wrong; it was great, but I didn't understand why it was happening. Well, 
Well, what it is is um, because, and this is something I wrote on Twitter uh-huh. that, that that people would not get. CM Punk and Mick Foley had a kind of a back and forth back when CM Punk was in ROH. Because CM Punk wanted to walk out walk out of ROH as a champion. But Mick Foley said, no, defend your belt. So I think... So it was just lot- basically a, a rehash of that then? Kind of, yeah. It, but it, this time it, it was more like... Um, uh, don't be a, don't be a statistic to be a actual um, an actual uh, I don't know what to say actual kind of star instead of just being the champion, right? And and that's pretty cool though. I thought it was great. Um, the speech that that Foley gave was fa- of course fantastic. Foley could cut a promo. Foley's a good promo guy. Um, but I I thought it was funny because it's not a because th- CM Punk's not threatening to leave again. CM Punk is just being is just there to gain respect because yeah he is the champion and well yeah he deserves respect. But Foley again it, it there's no there wasn't really a point to it really well no i mean i think basically what it did it it's like say if cena's not ready for her Stella, right it sets up possibly cm punk versus mick foley coming to no that couldn't do it no dude punk as and- much as much as i love mick foley and i loved his hardcore matches i mean who can forget the dumpster match with him and Terry Funk against the New Age Outlaws at WrestleMania 14? You know, or, or, or you know, even at Royal Rumble 99-ish. No, Royal Rumble 98. You know, with with, with those two guys interacting in the Rumble match. Um, it was... He was a great wrestler, but now it's... No, Mick, no. no. I think I think it could work. It could it, it, it could work. Because and like this and I kind of say why uh, okay, I'll say that for the end of Raw because it makes sense. They um, I I'll say this. If somehow Punk would be able to do the Pepsi plunge in Hell in a Cell, that would be sick. Not off not off the top of the Hell in a Cell, but off the top rope, at Hell in a Cell, it would be cool to see Foley take it, I think. Well, like, like I said, I'll explain what I mean at the end of the show. Okay. Um, now, next up we have The Miz versus Ryback, and this is a non-title contest. Um, now, Mav, to this match, we have the Master of the Year Award handed out. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. If I okay, I'm kind of wrestling. Okay, if I were to run into the wrestling ring right on live TV, and I had to pick any match right, I would not pick the match with Ryback in it to run into the ring <laughs> whatsoever. Like literally, do it, do it during a Divas match, do it during anyone else, but Ryback. Um, but some guy, some guy thought he, 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 he's a genius. And I don't know, but I saw ring. Ryback, and I had a craving for Subway. Maverick, Maverick, hear that, right? Hear that? That's the applause. Um, 
Yeah, in my head, that's the applause. Yeah, that's the applause. Uh, but my yeah, audience so some, in my head. Some, some fan was a an absolute smart man and decided to rush a ring. He got absolutely taken out by Justin Roberts, which is funny as hell. And then his mate got taken out by Scott Armstrong. So that that, that was just funny. Um, Scott Armstrong w- w- was the perfect guy to take out a fan too. You could just see him do it anyway. Yeah, just it was just out. off camera too. I didn't. I I think right was it off camera? No, it was on camera. But when they re-showed the when they re-showed uh, oh, maybe on your West Coast feed. Man, I hate honestly. I hate being on the West Coast. We miss all the cool st- all the, all the good stuff that happens. Well, I'll be on the West Coast in, in, in a few weeks. Then you'll see my pain. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not coming up to California. Uh-huh. Right, but you're still uh, gonna be west enough to get the West Coast feed in Phoenix. No, uh, no, because I'm flying back to Orlando on the Monday. Oh, well, you're an idiot then. <laughs> no, because I can go wrestling <laughs> at, at at the outhouse. You're um, d bag. Uh, I'm hashtag over. Um, next, uh, yeah, so Ryback wins. Um, next up, we have Wade Barrett versus Tyson Kidd. Um, Barrett wins with the super with the souvenir. Once again, there was a small we want Nexus chant, which was cool. Uh, next up, we have an interview with Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler looks really well, but he looked orange. He 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 did look, look like an Oompa Loompa. Uh, but Lawler's he looked like he ate a lot of carrots. I think maybe it was just the light on him. To be honest, but who knows? Well, that if you always... if you eat too many carrots, your skin does turn orange. Um, Maverick, if you click your heels three times, you disappear. Um, <laughs> next up, we have a six man tag match. We have David Hunger, Ricardo Rod- Rodriguez, uh, and Del Rio taking on Seamus, Rey Mysterio, and Sin Cara. Um, it was a good match. Now, if now on this week's, uh, I, f- I think it's Saturday Morning Slam, you will see Sin Cara wrestling El Loco. El Loco is Ricardo R- Rodriguez. Mm, I um, thought it was Chimera. I thought his name was Chimera. No, no, that's him on on the indie scene, but on on um, on Saturday Morning Slam, it's El Loco. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, he 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 did wear his uh, Chimera, however you pronounce it, uniform. Um, because apparently they think that he's the only one that can work with Rey Mysterio, which is funny. Wow. Um, I'm I'm just saying it, it's. One of those things where you people are gonna know who he is because of the indie fans and all that. But in all honesty, if WWE does get pissed off because they because the fans know who it is, they should not do anything because it violates. Free, to me, I think it violates freedom of speech in that regard. I mean, censoring the fans when they cuss and say uh, "holy ass" or. Uh, Shut the f up or sit the f down or something like that. That would be, you know that's understandable, but I, I don't know. It, it makes no sense. No, next. So yeah. So Sin Cara, Sheamus, and Mysterio win the match. Um, next up, we have the announcing of the tag team name for Daniel Bryan and Kane. It's Hell No. They get attacked by um, uh, Damian Sandow and. Uh, Cody Rose and they're, they're, they're now called Team Road Scholars. Whatever, it's funny. 
Um, so at some point, they're going to actually get a shot, I guess. Next up, we have Match of the Night. We have uh, Le- Leila and uh, Alicia Fox, Eve Torres and Beth Phoenix. Um, Eve and Beth Phoenix win. After the match, out comes Caitlin, and Caitlin says that she that she, that, that, that she doesn't know who attacks her, but it was a blonde girl. Uh, who do you think? Do you think it was uh, Eve in a wig, or do you think it's someone debuting? I think it was Oksana. She had, she had black hair. But she had blonde hair first. Yeah, but she had black. It could be fading out. You never know. Maverick, she she was on Raw. We saw her as black hair. <laughs> Probably Caitlyn. Mav? I don't know. I didn't care. It was a diva's mat. It was a diva. I don't care. It was someone. Mav, how, Mav, how can Caitlyn attack herself? Caitlyn's twin sister. I don't know. <laughs> Matt doesn't care. I, um, I don't care. <laughs> like, th- as much as I should care because, I mean, we're covering it and all that, it's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean... This this is why you, you should never give Maverick the book because Caitlyn just attacked herself. Um, next up, we have Brooks Flavor versus Tensai match ends in DQ when the picture comes down and Punch them both in the face. Um, then we have the main event. We have. Uh, By the way, have, that uh, Road okay. Scholars tag team. Yep. Horrible name. Why is that? Well, one, it's another example of WWE just randomly putting tag teams together. I mean, it makes sense, but it just sounds stupid. Yeah, plus I'm not sure every team that's nowadays needs to be called Team Blank. I don't want it to be called Team Blank. I want just to either come up with a better name or just do Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow. I could care less. I agree. At least, at least when the Horsemen did it back in the '80s, it was they were still the Horsemen. They weren't just. You Team know, Orphan. Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson or Ole Anderson. It was, they were still the Horsemen, the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Um. In 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 the main event, we had John Cena come out, and he says that real men, real uh, real men wear pink. Now, if I if I remember correctly, a few weeks ago on Raw, Cena says that CM Punk stole colors from Hall of Famers, and he's wearing pink because he's from Bret Hart. Yeah. CM Punk was wearing pink, so so that so by Cena's de- de- definition, that makes him a man. Um, hey, it, it takes it takes some balls to wear pink. Real men wear pink. Real men wear um, pink. I mean, look at Bret Hart. Bret Hart made a career wearing pink. Yep, yep, yep. And he used to wear um, blue. He used to look pretty damn awesome in blue, but that's cool. I mean, hey, if you could do it that way, awesome. So the end of the show is uh, basically CM Punk and Cena in the ring, and uh, CM Punk basically says, "Get out of my, get out of my ring." He turns around. Punk goes a cheap shot. Cena. Cena has a has a lead pipe that actually kind of looks tin, like tin tin foil. Um, Punk then, then then runs to the back. In the back, he sees Foley. He he, he then kicks Foley in the head. He he then walks away. He then turns around. And he and he, he looks like he, he he's about to kick Foley again, when he looks shocked, and the camera turns around and it's none other than Ryback. 
that's how Monday, that's how Monday Night Raw ends. Uh, now, like, like I said to you earlier, right, the reason I think that, that, that they did the whole uh, Foley thing is either they're going to have Foley versus CM Punk or Ryback versus CM Punk. I think Foley would make sense, but considering Foley's, what, 50 now? I I can't see it. I, I, As much as I loved him, I don't want to see him in the ring. But I'd rather see him than Ryback, because I, I don't think yeah. Ryback's ready, ready yet. I don't think Ryback's too ready. Ryback's too green still. Feed him more. Feed him <laughs> more. So what was your overall grade for tonight's, or sorry, for Monday Night's Raw? I'll give it a C. The punk, the Sam Punk storyline is irritating enough, um, but it it did it did show it did give people a lot of questions and less answers. But I'm sure they're gonna fix that up next week. Um, but I, Miz and Ryback, the fans should have ate that lariat like a champ. But hey, you know what are you gonna do? I can dance. That's what I can do. That could have that that might have been able to give it a B. You never know. So uh, th- let's see. Uh, next up, should we uh, should we cross the line? Yeah, let's go ahead and cross we... the line. I mean, uh, I missed the first probably fifteen minutes of this. Well, you didn't miss much. Out. Uh, the show starts with Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan. Of course, says that says that that Bamford is only three stinking weeks away, brother. Um. And that he he had a few things to clear up. First thing he he had to clear up is Bobby Roode versus James Storm. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. At Bound for Glory, they were wrestling in a street fight. And um, and apparently, um, who was that that MMA guy, King Mo, that they signed to King contract? Mo. Yeah, King Mo. Yeah. Apparently he'll be the special guest enforcer. You know what? I like that idea, and it's a. I think it's a good way to get King Mo into into TNA. At the same time, after that match happens, if James Storm if James Storm comes out winning that one, then King Mo could start a great feud with Bobby Roode. Yeah, and King Mo could be like, "You want to talk to me like that? I'll tell you what." Step into my ring, see what happens. You know things like that. I think it would be great. Step into he'll say stuff like step into my ring, step into my ring, the octagon, and we'll see what happens. Or, or I could just come into yours and lay it out there too. It doesn't matter. And then that could set up for what's the next one after that? Victory Road, not Victory Road. Um, then I'm. But it would set up the next pay per view with King Mo versus Bobby Roode. Pretty much, uh, and then next up, he talks about the uh, TV title, and he says that Tina ha- have been in talk with Devon, and it, and as much as he wants Devon to actually uh, stay in the company, they just couldn't come to terms with him to stay. So as for that, the belt has been vacated, and tonight there will be a new champion. Now the way I thought this would happen is that it, that it would be a four-way dance, but no, it wouldn't. But well, we're, 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 we'll talk about that later on. Um, he said that, 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 that tonight he's going after Ace and Nates. And he asked the fan to be on his with him. Now I'm not quite sure about you. Uh, I'm not quite sure all the not, uh, not not all the fans could fit into that little clubhouse where they have eight and eights. Right. Because when they get the, uh, it's a joke by the way. Um, and this brings <laughs> out Sting. And Sting's like, you know what? I'm I'm here for you. Blah 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 blah. They have a love fest. 
Uh, next up, we have Kurt Angle with eight, uh, yeah, Kurt Angle versus Chavo versus Christopher Daniels. Uh, so it's a three, three dance. Uh, Daniels pins, uh, I, I believe it's Chavo for the three. Uh, next up, we have Tara versus, uh, versus ODB. Uh, and Tara wins after feigning injury. Uh, in the back, we see Hulk Hogan, and he's talking to all four wrestlers. He's talking to uh, Samoa Joe, Garrett Bischoff, Mr. Anderson, and Magnus. Uh, now, like I said, I thought that this would be an actual four-way dance. To that's what I was to, expecting. Uh, like it was a four. I thought it was going to be a four-way elimination match to determine the TV champion. But I. But no. Apparently, it was, it was a. It was a. Backstage, Hulk Hogan breaks down. Who wants to title more? It was like it, it was like watching the View. Yeah, so you Magnus don't want it. Why? Don't know. Magnus are out. Okay, but because like Magnus made like I'm, Magnus's like, reason was only to piss off Samoa Joe, and I don't understand that. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's decisions didn't really make sense, to be honest. Magnus um, Magnus cared less about. Uh, the title and made it about himself and that's why he got kicked out and I'm like if you're the only thing I thought was if you're gonna talk smack like that why don't you just wrestle then and not make it about yourself and then we have um, Garrett Anderson and Samoa Joe and he says and Hogan's like well Garrett you're out because I think I think it was Joe said that for the last three or four months, Garrett's been kicking kicking his, his own ass, so that gets Garrett, Garrett out. So we, we we have a match between Samoa Joe and Anderson for the new TV champion. Pretty quick match. Samoa Joe wins via submission. Now I'm hoping that they do what they said they're going to do and make this belt every single week on Impact. It should be every single week on, on, on Impact. And with Samoa Joe in that in that spotlight, I think it could do wonders for his career. A, it'll make him lose some weight. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Joe. Love you, bro. But you're getting kind of narrow around the middle like myself. And can't have that too much. I'm just saying, bro. Just just wait. You're, Please, Joe, you... don't kill me. Um, Joe is going to kill you. <laughs> Joe is going to kill you. You see what I mean? It, 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 it just doesn't... I, I It'll help him out. It'll help the belt you know gain a little bit of prestige and yep. more so than anything for that TNA has ever done and i think when you have an actual fighting champion like that not saying that Devon wasn't um but it's see Samoa Joe's a very negotiable guy and that's awesome for a wrestler if a wrestler could be that negotiable to stay in the company for as long as Joe has then that says something about the character uh, uh, the character right. of Samoa Joe. So right. I, I think that I, I think that with with him holding the title now is just a very good way to keep them going and to keep him his career on a very good track. I I think I I think Tina giving him his machete a few years ago was cool when when he killed Scott Steiner. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, when he <laughs> technically killed Scott Steiner. And then, three, and then two weeks later, Scott, Scott Stone was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Back from next, the dead. Um, next up, um, 
Hulk Hogan and Sting are in the back when they get maced and then they get kidnapped because you know uh, it's quite easy for Agent Ace to get into. Okay, that the- part, that part right there. Did you notice the van was the same pedal van that the Hooded Ninjas <laughs> yeah. kidnapped Samoa Joe in? What I didn't get was, like, what I didn't get right is the whole storyline is that the Hulk Hogan put the impact zone on lockdown, right? Right. So why do they need a van to get? Okay, how did they even get a van into the building? Right. And where did the van go? Right. Because they're on lockdown. No one gets in. No one gets out. And at the same time, why is it that that this storyline is suddenly becoming season three of Sons of Anarchy? I mean, is is Nick Hogan going to be kidnapped and taken to Belfast too? I it was just. I don't, weird, know, I don't know if you. I don't know if you get Sons of Anarchy in England, Chris. I heard of it, yeah. But, but it's like a, it's a, it's a show about a motorcycle gang. And in like the third season of that show, one of the main characters, uh, his son, his firstborn son gets kidnapped, and st- and uh, to the death of the prospect there too, and. He gets t- kidnapped and taken to Belfast, Ireland. So that's what I'm expecting is going to happen to Nick Hogan next week. Well, I mean, and I know he's kind of just giving forward, but it, it, it didn't make no sense. It, it made little sense, in my opinion. It did um, make little sense, but considering they were in the garage that had an open door policy, I mean, whatever, man. <laughs> It, it, it it's stupid logistics when it comes to that, so I blame. I would blame the people who were thinking this one through. Whoever but created it, the storyline. But it's it weird. It was just like um, it was like uh, so they they got kidnapped and and then it's like okay, you guys, you pick your two best guys and I'll pick my two guys and I was like pick me, brother, pick me. It's like no, he he said pick your two best wrestlers, um, not you, Hulk. Oh, you're not better anymore. Um, they it, it, it basically was... see that that plays into it too. That's another example of them playing it into Sons of Anarchy because that's the same thing going on right now in the show, where one of the main characters has to stay alive while another main character gets killed. And then they've got Joseph Park tied up, and yeah, it, it's it. I think I, I think Maverick personally. I think. Uh, T- uh, Tina might be borrowing bur- bur- your uh, your special substance whilst whilst booking this stuff because it was a strange strange segment. They do have some places and f- some dispensaries in Florida, I believe. I free- I didn't look, so I don't know. But yeah, so uh, anyway, so, and then yeah, so this leads off of that. It's uh, it's but rude and uh, and. Billy Ray versus Jeff Hardy and Anders, uh, and Aries. Sorry, the winners are Aries and Jeff Hardy. Um, after the match, they then show some backstage stuff with um, Sting and Hogan, and that's, and that's how the show ends. Uh, it was a good show. I thought it was great. Of course, it didn't make that much sense. So I have to give it a C minus. Okay. Because there were parts in there that didn't make sense. The knockouts division was lacking, but it was good to see Eric Young on TV again, and his beard just got bigger, if you noticed. It's it's funny because his wife hates that beard. I I know that from uh, last year at Bamford Glory uh, at a bar. 
He goes, yeah, my wife hates his beard, but in time she will love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he keeps letting it grow. But yeah, I, I thought the I thought it was great. I, I mean, it, the interaction between ODB and Eric Young saves that division, but not enough to make it legitimate again. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I I'm looking forward. I'm very much looking forward to Bound for Glory now. Um, but yeah, C minus is going to be what I have to give this episode. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, uh, as you know, I'm going to Bound for Glory. Um, it's it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go meet, meet meet some wrestlers, go get some autographs. Just just be a fan. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Like, cause, like last year, I kind of went as like kind of like media guy where I try to get lines. Actually, this year I might just be just be relaxed and just be a fan because it's just much more fun to be a fan as opposed wait, to. Wait, 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 wait! You gotta get lines. Hell no! I'm. I'm a fan. I want years. Eric Young on the show. He, here's okay. Take an interview or t- take a voice recorder with you. Get get hammered. Get completely plastered with him. Dr- try and drink, out drink James Storm under the table. You'll fail, but still. No. Get but, completely but, trashed and start recording. No, the, the the best one was um, uh, I'm I'm not sure I I I I didn't tell this last year Bound for Glory, uh, we're we're in the bar, and it was me and Robert Sky with with um, uh, Angie and Love, and um, get Tara drunk. I want to get Tara drunk. No, I'm 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 still mad at Tara, at Tara, Tara. Uh, because last year she was meant to record like uh, take the photo of me and Brooke. And if and if you go on Facebook, the picture of me and books is it's blurry because Tara kept laughing too much. Um, but yeah, the, the, me, me and Robert Sky and Dylan were were in, were in the bar, and I go, Robert, oh, can I get a line up to you? And she and she was that drunk she could not. Uh, uh, I, was, I was like, okay, it's running the ropes on the SNS network, and she, and she goes, hi, it's uh, Robert Sky, and you're listening to running the ropes on the. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, and that point I was like, you know what? Nah, I'll I'll wait. I'll wait till you're sober. But yeah, this, this year is going to be nice, relaxed, and I I will be taking a credit sign to Bound for Glory. Awesome. Yeah, because we want to see you on there, and I know all the SNS Radio Network is going to be so, uh, so so like ecstatic to see you on there again. Um, you you had yeah, last year, but Sean, the 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 uh, sensational sequel confused me with with, with somebody else. Yeah, it happens. But yeah, so that's that's all like that's all we have done. Um, but ne- next up, we have an interview with Sofia Cortez. So, so that will air next. I agree. So let's go ahead. Let's take a break, and yeah, we'll be right back right after this. Hi guys, you are listening to Marie, the sexiest of the sexy, on Running the Rope on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Wrestling Rambles is a great place to read and discuss the latest ramblings on the WWE. TNA and independent wrestling. 
Wrestling Rambles provides you with a daily dose of columns and wrestling news, as well as podcasts like Wrestling Heads and now Running the Ropes. So what are you waiting for? Get on there and ramble. Check out www.wrestlingrambles.com. Courtesy of Beyond the Bell, Nature Boy Ric Flair presents the Seasons of Pro Wrestling. 560, 41,000, 
<laughs> yeah, Ivelisse Velez, yeah. yeah. What's up, man? I am, right now I'm chilling out here in lovely England. I would say it's sunny, but I'll, I'll be lying to you. It's absolutely peeing down outside. But yeah, yeah. I'd rather be in America right now where I'm going in about a month. I'm heading to uh, Philadelphia and Arizona for Bound for Glory. Oh, that's cool. So oh, that's cool. So hopefully over there will be nice and warm. But yeah, so how are you today? I'm awesome. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing fine. Now, I will, I will tell, tell listeners this. Today I have to speak slowly because if I don't, even <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. So if I sound quieter, <laughs> I, am being, I am being slower and quieter than I usually actually am. Yeah, but, and I'll probably be imitating your accent, though, because I have a... For some reason, I, I, I like to pop out some, some English words. <laughs> I, I don't mind. Do, do what you want. I, you, if you want today, you, today you can be English. It, it's absolutely fine. Um, okay. Now, I, I just thought that it was your birthday the, the other day, so ha- happy birthday for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Now, I would say let's get drunk, but I think it's, what, Sunday? I, I, I think Sunday's a bad day to get drunk because you have work in the morning. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, you, I mean, I was just thinking this. You started wrestling when you were 15 years old. I mean... How did you get into wrestling when at that at that such young age? Uh, yeah, sometimes I think sometimes I think I'm a dumbass for doing that, but sometimes I, you know, I, some you know, it's kind of like there's a good and a bad to everything, you know. And just starting that young, and I pretty much gave up uh, scholarships. I was an honor student and stuff uh, in Puerto Rico, and I pretty much gave up scholarships and everything to pursue my career early. Um, because I'm very, I'm very ambitious, so I just, I wanted to get in early and just, you know, and um, I had the, I would say luck, but I would say the blessing to be able to begin uh, in Puerto Rico, and soon after that, I started training. I was, uh, I was already doing TV and stuff, and I was in high school, and I was already on TV or whatever in Puerto Rico, but um, it was kind of hard to juggle that, too, you know, mm. but I did it, and... And then from that, uh, it was kind of hard for me. Like, uh, I was kind of trying to find a way to be able to, because at that time, Puerto, uh, wrestling wasn't that great, uh, you know, paying-wise or whatever in Puerto Rico. So that's how I ended up deciding to come to the States and just kind of, like, make it here, because obviously that's the ultimate goal for, for everybody. Lucky enough, with all the struggles and <laughs> all the stuff, you know, sacrifices and struggles, I was lucky enough and to get on the tough enough thing and get that going for WWE, you know. Well, like, you you bring up tough enough. I mean, I mean, how how was this? Idea? Wait, 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 put it on, put it on. <laughs> Okay, you bring <laughs> you bring up tough enough. How was this approached to you? I mean, how was this put to you? To, to uh, how was it brought up to me? Yes. Well, it was kind of a. I kind of as soon as I saw the the how do you say that the announcement or whatever. Um, I you know automatically send in my stuff to whatever the announcement said and it was kind of like 50-50 cuz like uh I kind of searched them for the announcement and they kind of searched me so it was kind of like by the time I was like talking like hey you know uh we thought we think you'd be great for this tough enough you know show coming up and I'm like oh I was like oh I already started talking you know to to the people or whoever it's like oh great you know so then even better you know so it was like oh fantastic then and every, thank God everything went well with that, you know, and I was just so, so happy. Like, nobody would even know, like, everything I went through to, to you know, get to whatever, you know, 
Hmm. I was super happy. I mean, I was literally just watching Tough Enough the other day. And I mean, you were a great wrestler. But um, like for you, how was it to be be chucked to the show because of injury and not because of your skills? Oh man, I didn't even ask you that. That was so hard for me, man. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you could see it in my face, you know, like when you just knowing that and and having you know, when you have Steve Austin tell you the only reason why you're here in the element, you know, the bottom three is because of your leg, and oh, that like kind of hit me. And it's like, it's not like it's bad because it's not like he's saying something bad to me, but just, just knowing that it's like, oh, it's not because I suck. It's because of, you know, something beyond my, my control. It's like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Hmm. So that's why I was so emotional. Like, it had nothing to do with any kind of physical pain or anything like that. It was more mental. Like, that screwed me up, you know? Hmm. You bring up Stone Cold and, like, the, the whole um, tra- trainers in, in Tough Enough. How was it to train with people like Stone Cold, Booker T, and Trish Stratus? Oh. It was a blessing, you know, especially, you know, you have the, you have, you have Trish there, you know, and, and, and everything. And I was just, I felt so blessed there and, and just having that support from people you admire, you know what I'm saying? It like, it just means everything to you, you know, mm. especially like Steve, like Austin, who's very supportive, Trish, very supportive. Like I, I will never, I will always cherish that, you know, I'll always cherish that 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 good experience of 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 that you know. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on the on the eventual winner Andy Andy Levine? Because of course he was released from WWE a what a, f- yeah. a few weeks back, um, or a few months back. I lied to say. I mean, yeah. who do you think should have won that show apart from yourself? <laughs> oh me, Doug. Apart from <laughs> apart from yourself. Uh, um. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that that happened, like, you know, the injury part two, I really, I really believe that, uh, man, man, I don't know, man, I mean, everyone, well, I can't say everyone, but most, most of, most of the people I met there, you know, were good people and, and worked hard, you know, every day, because, oh, man, nobody will ever know, nobody will ever know how hard that is, like, what you saw on TV, man, that was three times, you know, harder on us, um, uh, but I obviously feel that, uh, um, Matt, he was super talented, mm. I, uh, uh, Matt, um, Capuchon, I don't know how you say his last name, Matt, is a, he has a difficult last name, um, and, uh, Martin, he's super talented as well, uh, and I mean Luke, I know everyone saw him like the bad guy and all that stuff, but he's actually a pretty you know, when he's not in his character thing, you know, being Luke the bad guy or whatever the hell they were you know, however he was uh he he can be pretty professional and pretty cool, but I thought he was pretty like at least towards the end he 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 worked hard to be able to fit that mold that everyone thought that, you know, WWE Superstar is supposed to be and, and whatnot. But, I mean, at the end, they chose who they believed were, had what they were looking for, and, you know, that's cool. But, I mean, and like, there are talks about them bringing back it back for a second series, but there are people saying that because the winner made it on, oh, sorry, didn't even bring it on TV, that, hurts, that, that hurt the, <laughs> the, the credibility of that show. Do you agree with that at all? I don't have an opinion on that <laughs> you, you, like it, it just speaks for itself you know i can only say that like just all that kind of stuff 
all the I know where you're going to and all that stuff. It's like it just all speaks for itself, you know. I don't really want. But it's much more fun. It's much more fun if you say it because you're a wrestler. I'm I'm just a fan. <laughs> oh man. Much more fun. I just I'll just leave it. I know I know I know. I'll just leave it at that. Everything oh. and and everything will at the end of the day too. Everyone will have their own opinion and everything like that. So at the end of the day, it's like, you know, think think of it what you want and that's. I'll just leave it at that. You know, everyone. Just, <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna admit it. Especially when supposedly I have an attitude and I'm opinionated or whatever. I just I'll be cool. I'm I'm cool. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'll bring that up later on because that's that's later on in my interview. Um, now after NXT, <laughs> after NXT, you went down to FTW. Um, um, I've been down. Yeah. I went down to to Florida last year. Yeah. And uh-huh. I and and this is true. True. I hate the people that go to that go to FTW. I don't like the fans there because they are. Okay. They seem to be think that they are a bigger part of the show than they actually are, and that applies for TNA and FTW. Uh, Okay. Uh, like, like I say, I went there last last year. Great, great, great wrestlers. I mean, um, what what was your thoughts on like kind of FTW then being ch- changed into NXT? Because like that must be like a big change from wrestling in front of like oh yeah twenty people. Yeah, definitely a big change, big change. But 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 honestly, you know, a great change. You know, like at least it's change for for good, and you know that's the whole goal about it. And I mean, I think it's a great opportunity for, uh, I, I mean, you know, I was lucky enough to be able to be a part of uh, the beginning of the, you know, the new NXT and everything like that, and super, super endlessly grateful for that, um, and and I think it's great where uh, the direction it's going, you know, and uh, I'm super grateful for, for trainers there as well, just, I'm super grateful for the experience of all of it, you know. Um, I mean, nothing's, you know, nothing's perfect, and I'm sure, like, obviously, the whole release thing, and everyone wonders what happened in this and that, but, I mean, I'm, I really don't want to talk about it, you know. It was super hard for me, you know, when it happened, but I'm super grateful for all the opportunities that were given to me while I was there, you know. I mean, it's kind of weird, so. because, like, I, I, have, I have to watch NXT online, because there's no way in England of finding it. Um, why do you think mm-hmm. WWE won't like kind of like acknowledge this this wrestling brand? That's fantastic, because it appears like they have no mention on, on website. There's just no way to find it. Why do you think they're doing that? Uh, just uh, just trust that they're doing the right thing. Just just trust me. Just trust that they're doing the right thing. That you'll 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 be able to get your hands on the footage, and you'll be able to just they're doing they're doing their thing. Let, let, it'll be alright. It'll be alright, okay? Let me guess two words. Trust me, it'll be alright. WWE Network. <laughs> if it appears ever. Um, <laughs> now, someone asked me, um, uh, what's, what's with the situation on NXT where some people are pushed for two or three weeks then disappear? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, remember, it's still, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it's still, uh, you know, it's, I guess since now it's becoming now it's the developmental system you know like so it just you know yeah i mean i don't want to like say anything bad that i mean i'm sure they're doing what they want to do to make sure they see the talent how they want to see them and you know they are entitled to do whatever they want you know it's their their show you know 
I mean, like there are great people down in that in NXT, and I mean there are girls that can can out wrestle the the main girls on the roster. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, like the reports, I'm not sure if you've seen them, that Beth Phoenix is set to leave WWE next month in, in yeah. October. And there are girls yeah, like Paige, who who is fantastic and so young, yet she's being on yeah. NXT. I mean, when do you think these like the talents from NXT will be pushed up to the main roster? I have no idea, man. Honestly. Well, okay. I okay. really don't. Okay, okay. How about, who do you think personally should be the first few people to go up to the main roster? Um, man, you're asking me a lot of my opinion. Um, That's the idea. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going around the spot. Come on. Uh, <laughs> you're loving every second of it. <laughs> you're laughing, man. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, it's not up to me to, to decide that. Um, I do know there's that all of them, everybody down there works super hard. So, you know, everybody, everybody deserves a shot. But, um, I mean, obviously, you know, you have people like Seth Rollins, you know, uh, Ono and, you know, just many other more. And like, that that have paid their dues and you know and stuff like that. So obviously I I would say that you know I I feel like I could relate to to that stuff you know and I would like to see them uh, get moved up. I was after. just <laughs> I was just watching the match between you and Paige and it was being called by Jim Ross. For you, how has it been wrestling and having been called by Jim Ross? Oh, it's awesome. I mean. Like I said, I, I'm super grateful for having that that opportunity, and um, me and Paige did. It was a it was a great match, and uh, it was like kind of like, and it was the first uh, match from that that this particular season, and we kind of I think we kind of set the tone with that, and it was great, you know. Hmm. Super grateful. Well, like, you you bring up you and you and Paige, and people on the, on Twitter seem to love the whole idea of the anti diva. That you and Paige had going on, and I personally yeah. think that would be a great idea for the main roster. I mean, we've seen girls down the years. Yeah. I mean, in recent years. I mean, just look at um, Katie Lee Burchill. She was kind of like that anti-diva, not the typical blonde-haired yeah. Barbie doll per se. <laughs> um, See, that's the thing, though, man. I had that kind of going against me with the whole anti-diva thing. The fact that my hair was blonde. Then dye it. <laughs> I mean, you have. Um, which kind of sucked because I wanted to dye my hair numerous times, but I wasn't allowed to. But uh. Because I, I could, I, I'm like, okay, I understand, I get what you're saying, I totally understand, I want to dye my hair, but I can't, you know, because the whole, oh, why are you an anti-diva, because you, you're blonde, and this and that, I'm like, dude, ah, if you only knew, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's why, like, now, like, I'm not a blonde anymore, uh, and, uh, like, I really, I've always, since the beginning of my career, you know, I've always represented that, you know, I've always, is that you know my blonde hair kind of threw off, threw that off or whatever? But um, I have my reasons why I was blonde, <laughs> but I'm not gonna go all full into detail about that. Um, you can if you want, but uh, <laughs> if you really want to. Uh, all right, cool. Well, well, it's something simple. Like I was actually born like my hair was kind of like reddish when I was born, um, which is kind of weird and odd for a Puerto Rican, <laughs> like full-blooded Puerto Rican. Yeah. Um, but uh, it kind of became blondish or whatever. So like. My mom, like, she works, uh, 
Like, I, I, she loved the whole thing about me being blonde or whatever, so I guess she want, maybe she wanted me to be blonde forever, I don't know. So she kind of stuck in my head that if I dyed it any other color, that my hair would get messed up, and I'm super attached to my hair. So I kind of just kept it blonde for forever. <laughs> and, um, but I, I didn't really like it, you know, but whatever, cause, especially because, like, so it's that stereotype stuff and whatever, but I don't know, uh... I finally dyed it, whatever. I was actually going to dye it red, but I was like, nah, it was just Redhead for the win. brown for now. <laughs> but you, I mean, you are but, right. Uh, I mean, when, pe- when people think of wrestling, wrestling, divas, women's wrestling, they think of the typical blonde hair. But then you have girls like Lita who had redhead. Exactly. And, yeah. I've, I, and I think you're right. It, it would have made much more sense if you had dark hair. If not, it's like yeah. anti-diva, yet she's got blonde hair. Or any other color yes. other than blonde. <laughs> That's just insane. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I, but it's crazy though. It's crazy how something as simple as the hair of your color, like automatically a stereotype goes, you know, bam, right on your forehead. But uh, but like my whole career, I've always, you know, I've always been against like, and you can even like my audition tape for Tough Enough, like that's what it was all about. Like I'm talking there, I'm not the whole time I'm talking. I'm like I'm not here to be a pretty little model, you know. My my XW Diva of the Month, I'm not here to be a pretty little model, you know, like. I've always represented that ideology, you know, hmm. and um, and then uh, then Paige came along, and I we could relate to that, you know what I'm saying, and it just that's how it came about, you know. Well, I mean, like that, and that's something that I've been saying for absolute years because I am a fan of, a fan of women's wrestling, but it's to a point mm-hmm. where right now, and I know I'm kind of like a, a, a jackass, but when you have the company's division focused on one woman called Kelly Kelly who disappears for, like, five months and returns, it's not right. It needs mm-hmm. saving. And there are girls like yourself who were in NXT who could wrestle. Yet it boggles mm-hmm. my mind why, why you were not brought up ASAP because both you and Paige are TV-ready and can wrestle. Mm-hmm. The, fact you can, the fact that you're stunning, that's awesome. But the fact that you can wrestle, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And that's just one thing that really pisses me off about WWE right now. Um... Now I've got another another quick question from Twitter. Um, uh, is there anyone? Twitter. Tw- yeah, Twitter. Yeah, that's that's kind of my <laughs> my, my little joke here because I because I, because apparently I I pronounced Twitter as Twitter, so I now refer to it as Twitter. Um, cool. Now, is there anyone, um, be it WWE or TNA, that you would have liked to wrestle but never got the chance to? Um. Oh yeah, I would have loved to wrestle Beth. Um. WWE. Uh, actually, you know, I really, I'm the, I'm the kind of person. I, I love to work with everybody. You know what I'm saying? I love to, I love to see what, I, what, what can happen. You know, with everybody, because everybody's different. I never like to label anyone like, oh, she sucks, or oh, this and that. I never like to do that. I just, I just, you know, I just look at everybody as a different, you know, as, as a different mix, and just, I'm very. I I'm, I love to like try to be creative and try to figure out what can what can you know what can happen you know mix me with that person or what, you know what I'm saying like I just see everyone like a different puzzle and just try to figure it out and see how we can bring the best out of you know what I'm saying yeah I mean so um and I, and I, I think so, that's great but definitely I I really wanted I really definitely wanted that chance I had the opportunity to wrestle Natalia which was amazing. Uh, very grateful for that. Great experience. Um, and uh, definitely honored for that one. And um, and uh, yeah, I mean, 
I would have really liked to wrestle everybody, you know, and just kind of see what what I could have done with well, with different people, you know. Well, I'm now gonna put I'm now gonna put you on the spot because you're released, okay? Now I don't guarantee that I will. <laughs> uh, no, okay, on the spot, okay. And, and and like I said, this uh, this is an open mic. You can say what you can say what you want. I mean, I will uh, I will put this up tomorrow evening, and I will not touch it, and I will not edit it. Um, uh, there was a report by Dave Meltzer who basically said that the WWE officials thought that you were talented as hell, but had an attitude. Care to respond to this? There what? Oh, okay. Yeah, you were talented as hell, but had an attitude. Uh huh. Respond to this. What what's your response to this? I mean, I I I mean, I did have my initial reaction, which. Since I, you know, when I read it, I was going through a whole bunch of different mixed emotions. I mean, hey, like, don't judge me. Like, I'm a, I'm a human being too, you know. And uh, especially when something like that happens out of nowhere, like, I don't, I didn't even know what, how to react. And especially something that is so meaningful for, you know, to you. Like, basically, like, this is all I am. This, this is all I've done. And like, this, this is me. You know, like, this is everything to me. And I sacrificed so much and and worked really hard for for it and then just like you know out of that gone just out of nowhere gone like that and it was just it was really hard for me um uh attitude i mean that's that's based you know everyone has a different perception like somebody you know one person can think that i'm just cool as hell i just don't take crap from anybody or the other person can be like oh she's a total bitch you know she doesn't keep her mouth shut or whatever like everyone has different opinions about different people and you know at the end of the day I really don't I really don't feel like I have a bad attitude other people are entitled to other opinions I at least I know for sure that my whole life I try to maintain uh, the most professional attitude I possibly can because my career means everything to me so that's why I I have that kind of mindset Um, nobody's perfect everyone's human I guess sometimes it might seem that way, sometimes it might not. But at the end of the day, you know, I really, I know when there's people, you know, I don't know, I don't know what else to say about it. Well, I mean, as a fan, I'd rather have a, a, a wrestler that has the balls to speak up about what they think yeah, than just... I guess that might be <laughs> my, my problem, maybe. Than I someone that know. would rather just sit there and say, yes, sir, yes, sir, or yeah. threaten to quit WWE if they weren't put onto TV AKA the Bella Twins. Um, yeah, which I never did, by the way. I don't know if people, if there's anyone who might think that or reports anywhere, or whatever. Which I never did. If I might have done that in character, I mean, what the hell? Everybody does that in character. That's you know, it's called the character. <laughs> but I never did that personally ever. You know. Yeah, I, I, I think like, like I say, I'd rather have someone who's who, who's willing to stand up for what they for themselves as opposed to a yes man or yeah yeah I or I will quit. I do I do do that I mean yeah I do I, I I mean I am known I do I do stand up for myself I always do I mean you have to you know yeah I mean it's, it's um, wrestling you, you you have to stand up and and show the world that that you've got the heart and passion to do it yeah you know and if someone's like miss you know if someone's doing something wrong or whatever you know like. If if me standing up for myself or me believing in myself means I have a bad attitude, then I guess I have a really bad attitude. But at the end of the day, like I just I know for a fact that you know I try I try to always stay humble. You know, like I said, nobody's perfect. I am a human being. 
but I try to stay as humble as I can, you know, mm. keep my family close to me, and I try to stay as humble as I can, as professional as possible. That's my kind of worth that, or worth that, worth, what? Work ethic, <laughs> always, and, you know, that's, that's it, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, you're right. Now, so on Twitter, I, I was asked, do you have any interest in going to TNA Wrestling? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I would rather not uh, comment on, on that. Damn it. It is it, it worth a try. It, it is an interview. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I want to get some more out of this girl. No, I mean, it, it's fine. But hell, I like like I said, you off the air. I'm going to Bound for Glory next next month and next year. So if you're there, I'll say hi. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. So what do you have planned for the future? I saw on Twitter you teased a possible career in 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 MMA. I mean, what do you have planned? Oh, oh, uh, well, that that's more like you know, like uh, wrestling has always been my priority throughout my you know. Has always been my priority. I mean, I have trained, you know, before when I was in Chicago, uh, before the Tough Enough thing came. Um, I was, you know, I was wrestling here and there, but I kind of had a, a lot of free time, um, and uh, and that's when I started training. Um, I don't know, I was probably like eight months, um, and uh, then the Tough Enough thing came, and then that just kind of stayed in the back burner as I, as the, you know, as my wrestling career picked up with that, and um, and and then now. Uh, within my time uh, free from, uh, like, you know, the, the pause and waiting for the contract stuff, you know, to pass and everything, like, you know, I kind of just started thinking, mm-hmm, maybe, you know, I don't know. It, 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 at least I know for sure that the, that the MMA is always a possibility because, I mean, I've always loved mixed martial arts and everything, and I've always loved that as well. I was just kind of hesitant to get into it. <laughs> Just because I'm like, well, you know, I kind of put MMA and wrestling on, on a, you know, way them in. Hmm. So obviously wrestling has always been my priority. But, I mean, MMA will always be a, a possibility for me, at least, Whoa. you know. I, I, was, I, was, I was lucky enough to meet, you know, great trainers and stuff like that. So, you know, I could always train, go back to training or whatnot. Well, I mean, but. I think, honestly, like, because you're, you're, you're so young in terms of wrestling. You could, you could like... Yeah go away for like two or three years, come back, and you still won't be in your prime. I mean, most women wrestlers <laughs> are in their prime, what, about 28, 29, 30-odd? Uh, you mm-hmm. you got like four or five years to, to train up until your prime. Um, so, I mean, if you go over to MMA, oh, kick some ass, and come back, feel free. I feel I feel like an old lady already. <laughs> I feel like an old lady already. No. And I'm, I just turned 24. Yeah, you're three years older than I. I turned 22. Right, I know, I, and I know, like... I heard, I've heard, I, I keep hearing like, oh, you're so young, you know, it's right. and I'm like, no, I am 24, I get it, I'm young, whatever, but it's like, it's, this has been a long journey for me already, okay, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> but, I mean, it's all right, I'll, I'll always, I'll, I'll always find a way to continue to, you know, well, I mean, rise and continue to, you know. I mean, I mean, and that's one thing I said to you, I said to you earlier, I mean, you have got such a good history in wrestling. That you you can wrestle anywhere in the world because you could mix it up with anyone, and that is something that yeah. that girls in WWE don't have. I mean, some 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 of them were models. Some of them started off as a stripper on ECW. Um, like literally, you have what they don't have. You have experience, and I think yeah. give it a few years, be it WWE or TNA, you will be a major star in that women's division. Yeah, 
Well, now, before I let you go, can I get a quick liner for the show? Just uh, say, blah, blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Welcome to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Welcome oh, yeah. to Running the Ropes yeah, on or, the Unchained or, Wrestling Network. Yeah, you Network. are listening. Hey, this is da, da, da. You are listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. So basically, say who you are and Running the Ropes on, on the Unchained oh. Wrestling Network. Okay. Do it whenever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Hey, people, what's up? This is Evelie Flez, a.k.a. former WWE Diva, uh, Sophia Cortez, and you are listening to Running the Ropes on Unchained Wrestling Network. Fantastic. Hey. Now, can I get a follow on Twitter so I can send you the archive of the show when, it, when it's Twitter. up? Get a follow on Twitter so I can send you the link to the archive when it's up. A follow on Twitter. So oh, I, so okay. A bit, a bit, Aren't I following? I think no, I am following you no. already. No. Oh. I feel. But yeah, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll tweet you in a minute and say, hey, this is Chris, and then I'll send you the archive once I've uploaded it. So yeah, okay. thank you very much. And you know what? Feel free to come back anytime. If you want to come on and shout out someone, feel free. I usually have a co host here, but I scared him away. So yeah, if you want to come on and talk about pro wrestling, feel free. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. Have a good evening, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank Sounds you. cool. Okay, Thanks, bye. man. And that was bollocks. All right, that was Eva Lise Velez from Tough Enough here on Running the Ropes. The uh, second actual uh, Tough Enough contestant we've had on the show, of course, Rima being the first. Um, great interview, Chris. It was really awesome. I mean, it, it was different um, because, as, as I said in the interview, she she's so young, and she and she has such a like. In my, in my opinion, she could return in three or four years and still be a wrestler. Yeah. Or she, or she can go into MMA. Um, the the only thing I do slightly regret is the fact she was a bit more open about her release. Um, but she, basically, she wouldn't talk about it. No, like even off the air, she wouldn't talk about it. Which was a bit weird. But yeah, I mean, she's she's a cool chick, and I would do wish her the best. Well, I'm glad that she's still wanting to stay in in wrestling so far. Um, we'll see. I I'm personally looking forward to see where all of them end up. I mean, I know AJ is still in APW. Um, and... I believe all the indie guys in there went back to their respective companies. So Andy and. and... Andy Levine was at Impact, so... Yeah. Please, please don't let him be part of Ace and Eights. <laughs> I, I, he I he does cry. fit the profile of the long-haired Aces and Eights member. I saw him wrestle in uh, SW. A man, he he made Rob Terry look like a wrestling technician. Oh, wow. Well, you, you got to remember he's still green, so I think they're going to... I think if, if he gets worked on a bit with Al Snow... I, I we'll have to see what happens, but anyway, that's gonna do it for us here at Running the Ropes. Stay tuned next week uh, because it looks like we're gonna be in studio. Hopefully, if not, oh well, you're still getting Running the Ropes, so who cares? As long as you, as long as you get to hear my pretty voice, my pretty voice, and Chris Kelly's pretty accent, you know, it's all good. So that that wouldn't at all creepy, but carry on. <laughs> no, not at all. So, all right, guys. Uh, well, for Chris Kelly, I'm Brian Maverick Bertrand saying see you later, everybody. Peace.
This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, exclusively on the Unchained Wrestling Network at unchained-wwe.com. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the panel and not of the network or its affiliates.